Welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. Joining us this week, Missy Clifton, our host, Tom Dupree, and we're powered by Dupree Financial Group. Turn it So this is a band. We've played a couple of their songs in the past. I, I've seen them live now, twice. They're called the Arcadian Wild. I don't get excited about musical groups, usually. I mean, I used to watch a lot of music. Every now and then I'll go over to the borough and hear somebody band that they've got. But these people, I heard them back in December in Louisville at a concert that another person was having and he featured them for a few songs. I bought a couple of their albums and it's a group of three people, young people, that met each other at uh, Belmont University in no, actually not Belmont, David Lipscomb University in Nashville and they were there you know, all the musical talent goes to Nashville these days. They put together this group. They started writing their own uh, stuff. And uh, I don't think they really even, un- I mean, we talked to them. I don't, Garrett or Jim Salstrom and I did. I don't think they even understand how good they are. Because they play these little gigs where there's 80 people who pay 15 bucks a head. They're trying to get traction. Uh, There's no money in it at all. I mean, they hope to sell a couple of $40 um, T-shirts and maybe a few CDs. They all have to have other jobs. These people are so technically proficient and good that um, it's scary. It's called the Arcadian Wild... And they played uh, groups of kids. Anyway, it's what's going on in the music world these days. And the stuff you and I hear is really not even music. Um, But I won't go there. All right. Let's uh, start with a song. Why not? Why don't we? Since we're constantly having to ask God to lighten our way. This is Psalm 66. Make a joyful noise unto God, all ye lands. Sing forth the honor of his name. Make his praise glorious. Say unto God, how terrible. 
terrible art thou in thy works. Now, what does the word terrible there mean? Well, this is from the King James. So the word could be translated in modern uh, parlance as awesome. How awesome art thou in thy works. Everything's awesome. So that word's effectively lost its meaning. So let's think of another word. Unique. Uh, Awe-inspiring. Frightening. Big. Epic. Things like that. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves unto thee. All the earth shall worship thee and shall sing unto thee. They shall sing to thy name. Now, that's the first four verses of Psalm 66. So do we see all the lands of the world making a joyful noise unto God? Well, not really. What we see is a cacophonous sort of mess. Do we see them singing forth the honor of his name, making his praise glorious? Not really. But let me ask you this. This is from verse 3. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit thyselves unto thee. Here's something interesting. Have you ever heard of this phenomenon where people who commit crimes go back to the scene of the crime? Sometimes they'll even camp out near it. And sometimes they are so willing to commit what they to to confess what they've done, they will even brag about it. They'll come out with it. They don't hide it very well. It's interesting because there's a in um one of my favorite works of literature, the Inferno by Dante Alighieri in the 13th century. In his trip through hell, everyone in hell readily confesses their crimes. They always, they sit there and tell him and Virgil, and then when he gets farther down into hell, Virgil can't go any farther with him. He's on his own. But they confess what they did. That's sort of a hallmark. They There is no more denial. There's no more... Uh, covering it up. I think we're to that point and begin, beginning to get to that point in our country where we look at the crimes that were committed against humanity through COVID, prior to that, things that have gone on. And these people, they don't even try to hide it anymore because they are sure that there was going to be no repercussion. You, know, you have FBI directors who lie to Congress over and over again that's just one among many things that is going on. But we are in a process of the truth coming out. Now, we're not, what we're not seeing are consequences for these actions. That will come later. But believe me, we, the laws of gravity haven't changed. And the laws of moral gravity have not changed. There, it's not, we're, we've not graduated to a place where you can get away with everything. And consequently, we're now in this confessing process, and then we're going to see what comes later. But sometimes you have to read something like the Psalms and see what it's saying 
and the fact that what it's saying doesn't seem to be happening in the world, it's just a matter of time. So. Well, I gave you a piece that I was hoping you read, which was an American thinker piece. So you're going to uh, out me on the uh, on the radio about whether I read it or not? No, but I hope that you did because I think it marries very well with the comments you just made. I did look at it. Uh, I, I haven't lately. I haven't read anything really, but but what it was about was was about that stuff is not nobody's accountable for anything right exactly. now and it it's not it's it's starting to feed down into all kinds of stuff not just politics where it seems like you can get away with everything but other stuff too and it's going to get down into flawed products like banking right exactly and you have silicon valley bank who just went under but whose big thing that they pursued was their ideology. In fact, there were things on there. There were things on uh, Twitter, which I don't really subscribe to anymore. But that said, oh, the left has lost such an ally with Silicon Valley Bank going down because they were backing all these crazy ass startups that you know were being backed because of their ideological stance. We're talking. We're talking a company culture of social activism of of a huge amount, and you know it. It really it again rankles me to see there were all these commentaries saying, you know, stop stop focusing on that. Stop focusing on on Silicon Valley banks' uh, huge push for their their you know every holiday celebrating the the disenfranchised, the, you know, the, the diversity, the whole list, the whole DEI movement was huge on SVB's platform. Um, in addition to the millions they gave to black lives matter, 73 million, 70, actually it was almost $74 million, seventy three four five zero 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 to be more exact. That was Silicon Valley Bank. That was just Silicon Valley Bank. And th- these figures come from a very extensive report that was dropped by the Claremont Institute on Tuesday. Um, and rep- so now the taxpayers get to... Uh, it, we're, we're talking about a bank that, you know, let me back up. For me, me even mentioning this, as I said, there's all this backlash because, um, you know, saying, please don't focus on that. Don't focus on that. I'm focused on it because it's the truth. They had a VP of risk management that had no experience. What have we talked about on this radio show over and over again? It sounds like FTX all over again in some ways. Sam Bankman Freed, FTX. Not quite as bad, but almost. Well, you know, and I hate the... I mean, it, it's such a cliche, and immediately there's this negative reaction on the left side, but it's the go woke, you know, I mean, uh, get woke, go broke. In SVP, no, We're just seeing it play out. We so are what? seeing this play out in a huge way, even to the point where, um, you know, I was looking at the, the people that are, were going to lose, that had, that had the most to lose at SVB, like the Oprahs, the Israeli companies. Then I also saw they're like- Oprah 50, had money with them. Oprah had money with them. That's that, I'm, I'm trying to dig in a little bit on that one. But at any rate, um, 50, I, saw, I saw, it was reported there were like 1,500 environmental tech groups that they were funding. Now, and this is this is kind of interesting. You have to, you have to think about this. 
that the Inflation Reduction Act kind of, um, it kind of, what do you call it, turbocharged startups for that, you know, that are into the client technology piece, right? Um, and apparently there were a whole climate bunch of- Climate technology, yeah, climate not, not technology, client technology. Climate, climate, climate. climate. Back up again. Biden's- is okay I know, I know the inflation that it wasn't act. at all what it said it was. It was a, it was a kickstart for all kinds of green energy. Well, yeah, that's and that's what I'm saying. I, what I what I read was is that um, SVB reported to be the bank funding for about 1,500 companies that were along that along that pursuit. Um, kind of made me start thinking about you know, for instance, uh, what was the what was the Obama 80 billion dollar debacle for the solar energy solyndra solyndra yeah, solyndra solyndra nobody okay. ever went to prison for that yeah okay yeah 80 billion dollars clean technology solar power program yeah. thanks to Obama. okay well i was just reading so uh the gates foundation just gave 4.7 million dollars grant to ready zelp z-e-l-p you know what that stands for Mm-mm. Zero Emissions Livestock Project. I really want people to go and look up ZELP, Z-E-L-P dot C-O. It's great. But this this whole is thing, why Bill Gates is buying all this farmland. This is, this is great. Do, do you know what ZELP does? It, it sequesters uh, animal farts. <laughs> Well, if you're going to bring no. something like that up no, and ask me great. that question, right, wait, 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 that's you're not too far away. It, it is. Okay, so are what ready? are you acting no, surprised listen, about? You, you got to look it up because you have to see the first picture. The picture is this whole project is to put masks on cows. Why? <laughs> so they They're masks burp. on cows. Yes, because cows belch methane. And this it. mask is supposed to convert it to CO2. Okay. The farmers rent the mask so they can label their meat as environmentally friendly. Mm-hmm. And so you'll pay more for it. Yeah. Well, see, how's that working for? It is a, it, this is a London firm that has a global reach helping governments fulfill their pledge to reduce 30% of emissions by 2030. Gave them $4.7 million grant. To million sell. or billion? Million. Million. You said billion. I, did I say billion? Yeah, oh, I said million. I didn't say you said, you said million. Billion. No, I said the $80 billion for Obama's. Solyndra. So, uh, yeah, for the Solyndra. Then the, uh, but at any rate, I just, it was just kind of a, it's a curious situation with the, um, with the, when I started thinking about what SVP was, what, what they were kind of their core mission, you know, what, what were they trying to do? So again, back to the, um, the initiatives for the DEI, big, huge, you know, instead of paying attention to customers' deposits and the health and well-being of the bank, a whole lot, it seems like a whole lot more attention was being paid to a corporate culture that had nothing to do with. Right. That's, that's where I'm going with this. Yeah. Well, Here's the thing, Missy. When you live in a place of no consequences, then anything goes. And you can justify anything because what is a lie? It is an element of truth, a shred of truth wrapped in an untruth. 
So you talk about all this social justice stuff, all the green stuff that this bank pursued. On its face, it looks noble, looks like a great thing. But when you get underneath it, the purpose of a bank, a commercial bank, is not to fund pie-in-the-sky, quote, noble projects. It's to make money for its shareholders and provide a safe place for its depositors to put their money. And when what, what we're looking at now is kind of a left-wing rat hole that was backed by the government. And guess who's way more worried about this than he is about East Palestine, Ohio? Joe Biden. He's way more worried about bailing out this bank. Of course, you don't really know if it's Joe doing it or the people behind him, but cleaning up this left-wing mess that Silicon Valley Bank than he is about the people in East Palestine, Ohio, who voted for Trump by 70%. You know, and I was reading a uh, an opinion piece, and it was titled, When Banks and Other Institutions Try to Change the World. And, you know, the I, I don't even have to finish, you know, the conclusion, which was pay attention to, again, you know, protect your customers' deposits. You can stop trying to change the world. Keep keep focused on your core competence and and, the, and your your mission. Your the whole mission of your business is to protect right. those people who are putting their deposits with you. Absolutely. And the the thing of it is, is that you just. I mean, Chad was telling me that. Silicon Valley Bank, which their stock was at 300 bucks a share like six months ago. They were at a conference, Goldman Conference or somebody in New York. And none of the analysts who were supposed to be on top of this were asking about the balance sheet of the bank, the loan portfolio. They were asking the CEO things like, what do you do? in your spare time. Well, I like to go bicycling and you know, you're not there to find out about what the CEO does in his spare time. You're there to find out what he does when he's working yeah, for the, bank. the same guy that sold off shares uh, several weeks before yeah. the collapse of the bank. And we're giving bonuses to the employees. That's okay. a, that's a Bernie Madoff thing. He wanted to give $200 million in bonuses on the way out the door. Now, do you really think anybody's going to seriously Price, what are we hearing about what's going on with Sam Bankman-Fried right now? Almost nothing. Nothing. You know, if this was Donald Trump having done this, we'd be hearing about it every day in the in the in, in the New York Times. Well, Will Hild, who's the executive director of Consumers Research, uh, in an interview recently, he said, time after time, we see the same pattern. Companies that are the most concerned with ESG scores and woke politics do the worst jobs serving their customers. Well, why why would that not be the case? Because uh, what comes ahead of your customers, your clients, is your ideals. You know, and if, if we sacrifice you on the altar of, I mean, this is, this is our city right now. I, I just got off the phone with someone 
who uh, she's concerned about the fact that there seems to be no accountability on anything at City Hall. Why? We have a newspaper that doesn't hold any. The purpose of a, a local newspaper is to investigate what's going on in local government and write about it. It's not happening. They're, too, they're all on the same side. This is what happens when everybody gets on one side of the boat. Well, it's kind of why there's I, no checks and balances. I have a small problem with backstopping bank deposits because, you know, I mean, does this incentivize does does this does this incentivize banks to pay more attention to or does it does it give them, you know, opportunity to take a greater there's risk? There's a thing with, called with an order orderly liquidation, which can be done. Now what's his name? Bill uh the hedge fund guy. All right, we he said he we thinks can. in an orderly liquidation, depositors would get ninety-eight cents on the dollar, selling all right. off all the assets. We gotta go, guys. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show with Missy Clifton. We'll be back with the second half of the hour in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. and turn the night before in some old motel subconsciously recalling some old sinful thing I'd done my buddy drove the car and those big cold trucks shook us up as we drove on into hiding in the early morning sun past the hound dogs and some Dominecker chickens temporary looking houses with their lean and bashful kids every hundred yards a sign proclaimed that christ was coming soon and i thought well man he'd sure be disappointed if he did on the way we talked about the 40 miners of the 39 who died and one who lived to tell the tale we stopped for beans and cornbread at the Ed and Lois Cafe, then went to see the sheriff at the Leslie County Jail. They took us to the scene of that disaster. I was so surprised to not find any sign of death at all. Just another country hillside with some mud holes and some junk. The mines were deadly silent like a rat hole in the wall. It was just like being right inside of a shotgun. The old man coughed and lit a cigarette that he had rolled. Back in town I bought a heavy jacket from a store. It was sunny down in Hyden, but somehow the town was cold. Welcome back to the Tom Dupree Show for the second half of the hour. Joining us, Missy Clifton, our host, Tom Dupree, and we are powered by Dupree Financial Group. This is Tom T. Hall. He, this song probably came out in maybe the late 60s. It's about the mining disaster that took place in Hyden, Kentucky. Tom T. Hall was from Carter County, Kentucky, originally, and he was a very famous country music singer. The point is, 
we were just up in uh, Hindman, Kentucky yesterday. There's a side of America that not even people in Lexington see. You know, I would say 99% of the people here in Fayette County, if you asked them if they knew where Hyden, Kentucky is or Hindman, Kentucky, they would have no idea where it was, wouldn't know how to get there, don't know anything about it. These are people, some of whom have lived in Kentucky all their lives. But there's these are these are people that are um, hidden. They're not people that you see in the news, and they suffer when some industrial mishap occurs. In this case, it was a mine that exploded. Uh, it was the uh, I think that was the Scotia mine in. Uh, in uh, uh, Leslie County on, uh, uh, well, Stinking Creek or Greasy Creek. And it blew uh, methane when the oxygen content and the methane content gets just right in a mine and you have even a spark. It's like an explosion you've never seen before. Same thing with um, East Palestine, Ohio. Dioxin is what was in the Pigeon River in North Carolina for years because of the uh, tannery that was there. And that's why the fish wouldn't live and couldn't canoe in it. But over the years, it, they finally cleaned it up. Everything can finally be cleaned up. In fact, God says so in the book of Revelation. But when these things happen, and now we were looking at this Silicon Valley bank, it's the average person. What about the little guys that had money there? Not the big guys, not the friends of Joe Biden, but the small people. The, you know, and, and this is why we do this show. We're not doing this show for fat cats. They all have their advisors. They don't need us or even to listen to us. But it's for people, average people who want to listen and, and know what we think is going on in their world and to think about how you can do something to change it, even if it means getting on your knees and praying on a daily basis and trying to make a difference. What are you looking at me for? Your turn. Oh, my I was turn. Looking at your paper, <laughs> not you. Well, yeah, I was. Uh, sorry, well, I had I had a you? couple of things. You know, um, back to the uh, Silicon Valley Bank bailout that um, you know Gavin Newsom I, failed I to disclose his girl, personal I ties. Know, yeah, I I used to know this girl. She called it Silicon Valley. Anyway, sorry. All right, so Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom. Yeah, we're just we're back to the uh, the vote of no confidence in in bailing out a, a bank that couldn't seem to keep their eye on the. Well, he's not the one bailing it out. No, it's I know that. In his I know state. that. I, I'm just saying that he was. Um, he of course is lobbying for that for it to happen. But you know, um, here is here is kind of the. He's the, such an here's arrogant kind of the, little prick. I'm sorry, this guy. Gavin Newsom, what a just a. Well, I hate to even be more negative, but you know, in this in the oh, article that I the article that I gave you earlier was talking about trust in our institutions and 
in our government is kind of collapsing. And according to a Gallup survey that I shared, um, we're talking about less than a quarter of the public is confident in, for instance, Supreme Court, 25% confidence. Presidency, 23%. I'd love to meet those people. Newspapers, 16% confidence. Criminal justice system, 14% confidence. Big business, 14%. Television news, 11%. Congress, 7% confidence. I mean... Now that number's been there for some time. I just think it's just kind of, you know, the only institutions that, that you know, were cited as having at least more than 50% public confidence were the military and small businesses. Really? The military and small businesses. You know, I mean, and I think it's because you get an opportunity for the small businesses, the only way I can know, you know, everybody knows who's here at Dupree Financial Group. Um, so most, what do we rank? <laughs> is it, we're, we're just in the small business category is what I'm trying to tell you. What is did that, it get? What What did the small business category get? It, Over 50? Uh, it's, it's, it's said that the only institutions that exceed 50%, it did, I didn't see what exactly so just it was. small businesses in general. Small businesses in general. Over well, that's, 50%. That's, that's hopeful. I'd sure like to, I don't want to be a member of the one that's got 7%. But, you know, to the, you know, with everything that's going on, um, again, and, you know, I'm, I'm borrowing this from the article, but it says, because it states it the best way, if the media doesn't inform and bureaucrats don't serve and commerce doesn't provide prosperity, schools don't prepare future citizens, law enforcement doesn't protect, judges don't ensure fairness, and politicians don't lead, that without accountability, we we fail and chaos ensues. That's right. So, but I'm going to tell you who has to be accountable in this world. Republicans. They have to be accountable. Conservatives. Christians. People that adhere to an ideology that is different than the prevailing ideology in the world. Those people are required to be accountable. Donald Trump. He has to be accountable. He's being held accountable for everything, even things he didn't do. So there is some accountability in the world. It's just on the side of folks that are not necessarily the ones c controlling all the levers right now. But, yeah, they're, they're, they are required. I go out here and do something really bad that's very public. Excuse me? What? No, if I if I go oh, out you, here, if you do if something, I go out right. here and do something bad theoretically, that's, yeah, that's really public. You don't think the local paper here would be running stories? Conservative talk show radio investment guy Tom Dupree just did this. You don't think that would not be all over the front page? Yes, ma'am, it would be. Why? Because I represent a point of view that stands against theirs and theirs over at City Hall and theirs at the school system. And I don't mind saying it, that I don't agree with all the woke ideology and all the stuff that goes on. I think there's a better way to run things, more accountable, and it works better for everybody, not just a select few. And... You know, so, but I have to be accountable 
and here's here's the other thing. I love accountability. I like having my life under the microscope because you know something? There's people that depend on me doing it the right way. Well, that's that is the fiduciary. That's the Exactly. That is the and Red I think you like it too. I mean, we, I don't think you'd work here if you didn't. Well, feel. Joe Biden has promised us that there will be a full accounting <laughs> of the situation, that and that everyone will be held accountable, quote unquote. Oh, sure. So I'm, I'm, um, you know, but that would actually mean that our president would actually take responsibility for a reckless government that has allowed this environment that's made everything possible that we're seeing. Well. I'm a little hard on our congressman sometimes because even though he's a Republican, which I don't know what that means these days, um, and 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 I sent him a text saying that guys like um, Jay Powell, he reminds me of a guy who, for a lot of his career, was kind of a cat what I would call a kept man because he was sort of under the uh, employee in, in a sense of, of Nick Brady, who was Nick Brady was a big man. I mean, he came up with some marvelous financial uh, things that bailed out Mexico and he was the treasury secretary for a while. But in the case of Jay Powell, it's like someone who rises to the level of their incompetence, um, which I feel like he's done. And then what I said to Andy was, and it's guys like you who essentially empower him because you don't really come out hard against what the willy-nilly raising of interest rates to get it to where every bank bond portfolio in the country's underwater right now i mean it's not just you know it's a lot of them it's not just silicon valley bank silicon valley did, bank did, did you see the I, I sent you the you know signature bank also was a casualty of this yeah. situation did That's i send you did i send you the terrible ads these people wasted yeah. millions of dollars on yep holy smokes I mean, holy sm- who thought, who thought, whoever was guiding yeah. them to make those kind of ads? Who knows? I mean, the, the point is, is the things that you think that you and I and, and people grew up with, our value systems, there are a lot of people who grew up with the same value systems who have abandoned that. Because they're more interested in what other people think about them. They're more interested in not taking a stand and just not being noticed. And, you know, so when I think they're to be blamed more than people who never knew the difference to begin with, who never had a household or any training or anything like that. Nowadays, you know, who knows what they even teach in really nice schools. It's, it ain't, old time Kentucky history. It's all of that stuff. You know, it's, it's more about more ESG, more DEI. We, we talked about we that to, last week. Every, everything has to be qualified. Like if you see something about African American people from say a hundred years ago, it always makes sure it puts in 
they were enslaved peoples. You know, it's it's let's make sure you know that they were suffering under the lash of slavery. Well, quite frankly, I've studied history. Some people that were, quote, enslaved were actually trained to be uh, apprentices and went on to get their freedom and made lots of money. There were many black entrepreneurs even around and during the time of the Civil War. So, you know, the problem with history or and the problem with facts, it always is inconveniently challenging the prevalent assumptions. Well, I think I was going to say back to what we were talking about last week, we were talking about, you know, that all of a sudden merit-based hiring is a dirty word and, and it's not, you know, that that's, and, and I, I made the comment that um, when I need a physician, a medical person, you know, medical professional to evaluate something that's wrong with me, I'm going to go to the best of the best of the best. It's not, my, my decision is not going to be made to check a box for anything. But, you know, I actually think a lot of this all started with, you know, what, why is it, none of us grew up in this room, none of us grew up with the participation awards. It's almost like the dumbing down to the average sort of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, they started this academy out here at one point that was supposed to be for smart kids to fast track them. And within a few years, they had diluted it. This is the Fayette County school system. They had diluted it down to where it's a nothing. I mean, because, and, and I'll tell you another <laughs> thing that did that, and, and, and you'll be amazed. Remember when that company... Uh, car company called Saturn was created mm -hmm. down sure. in Spring Hill, Tennessee, and it was a part of GM, mm -hmm. but it was going to be different. More entrepreneurial kind of a thing. Well, the unions and all the people in Detroit finally couldn't stand it. They had to shackle it with the same work, pro work rules and the same union thing that the rest of GM was shackled with, and they killed it. I'll tell you another one, <laughs> the Asbury Revival. It just happened within the last uh, month or two. This thing began to get to where they couldn't manage it. And so Asbury stepped in and said, wait a minute. We're having to work harder than we thought. We, we're having to, it's harder to move around town. Let's kill it. So they did. Now, Jesus, when the people were all gathered around him, the apostles came and said, what are we going to do? We got to send them away to eat. Well, let's feed them. And then thus you have the story of the loaves and the fishes. The point is bureaucracies, man-made little systems. And this, if, if, if what we're dealing with today isn't a bureaucracy, I don't know what is. You got the government uh, bureaucracy. You got the education bureaucracy. You got the car making bureaucracy. You got the religious bureaucracy. You got the higher education bureaucracy. Bureaucracies hate spontaneity. They don't want something that gets out of its banks. You know, like uh, a new entrepreneurial thing. They are about protecting the status quo. But the only things that really ever really do well long-term are something that cuts against the status quo, something that's called a disruptor. 
Go for it. Or, all right. I want to. I want to. I, I read this the other day, and I, it's just too good not to share. It's kind of using a classroom as an example. Okay. Um, the the, um, the 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 professor says to the students, "No one will fail. All grades will be average. Everyone will receive the same grade. No one will fail. No disruptors. Because, that's right. No disruptors. No. But she says, "No one will. No one will receive an A either." So. First, after the first test, grades were averaged, all got a B. Of course, the students that studied really hard, they got upset. The students who studied very little were really happy. Second step, second test, students who studied little studied even less. The students who studied hard decided they didn't want to carry the low students on their back, so they, they didn't study as much either. Second average was a D. No one was happy. Nothing improved, and it resulted in declining. In Everything bl- got worse. And blaming. Look and, at Venezuela. And name-calling and resulting in all hard feelings all around. No one wanted to study for the benefit of anyone else. The point is that when there is a reward, it is great, and the effort to succeed is great. And when the reward is taken away, the results are subpar. That, you, that in other words, dumbing down of America the the you know the participation trophies that not allow, not allowing people to realize their potentials. We were at uh, Alice Floyd College yesterday. One of the things we I talked about to a group of uh, is a business class. We got into money and we got into markets and we got into banking. Talked about it. I said, but ultimately, what we're looking at is value. What actually has value? That's very subjective. How you spend money in your hands and how I spend money in my hands are going to be two different things. Your sure. in, and your inflation and my inflation are going to be different, different because the things you buy are going to be different than the things I buy. But the bottom line, it's what value do you assign to your economic choices? You make your economic choice. This is where the whole idea of philosophy, religion, politics, it gets over into what we do, economics and investments, because people spend money and use money and use resources in order constantly to improve or maintain or even improve the quality of their lives. They have a definite assumption about what represents quality and quality means a departure from the norm it means some form of excellence so that i'll leave it there that's it for the first hour you're listening to the tom dupree show with missy clifton our financial hour is coming up you want to stay tuned for that there's been a lot going on we'll be back in just a few minutes stay tuned out to 39 who died and one who lived to tell the tale We stopped for beans and cornbread at the Ed and Lois Cafe Then went to see the sheriff at the Leslie County Jail